Have you ever eaten something that you think you shouldn't have eaten and then beat yourself up about it for hours or even days after the fact? Yeah, me too. And that persistent voice may be stopping you from losing weight. That voice of doubt in your head can be loud and convincing. And pretty soon, after hearing it enough times, you start to believe that voice. That's how cognitive distortions are born. Cognitive distortions are thoughts that cause you to view reality inaccurately. It's when your mind bends the facts to keep you locked in a negative state of mind. Nobody wants to live like that. And thankfully, you don't have to, which is why my upcoming Shed and Shred Bootcamp will explore the three most popular cognitive distortions that are preventing you from losing weight. You can also think of these as the three bad habits that you need to release. The enrollment will be opening soon, but if you want to save your spot, I'll drop a link in the show notes so that you can join. Welcome to the Mind Your Body Show, where you'll learn how to get your mind right so that your body will follow. I'm Trudy Stone, certified culinary nutritionist, author, and mind-body coach. And several years ago, I self-hacked my mind and my body to lose 30 pounds. Each week, not only will you learn nutrition and weight loss habits, you'll also learn how to address the destructive habits and negative self-talk that lead to overeating and battles with your weight. The secret to losing weight and keeping it off is not only about what you put in your stomach, it's also about what's going on in your brain. So congratulations on showing up. I promise to support you on your journey with every single episode. Let's begin. Welcome to the Mind Your Body Show. This is culinary nutritionist and mind-body coach Trudy Stone, and I am so grateful for you tuning in today. How do you lose weight? Substitute diet soda for regular soda, eat low-fat foods, just cut out your carbs. These ideas are false. And today we're digging into seven weight loss myths that could be holding you back. There are food and diet industry propaganda that make and keep us fat and sick. Lies by the food industry combined with questionable government policies based on food industry lobbying are the major cause of our obesity and diabetes epidemics. Now, over 40% of Americans and 30% of Canadians are obese. This is not an accident, but the result of careful marketing and money and politics. So let's get into the seven weight loss myths that could be holding you back. Myth number one, you'll see results immediately. You've done all the right things to lose weight. You've ditched junk food, loaded up on fruits and veggies, quality protein sources, and have been listening to this podcast for weight loss tips, but you still haven't seen the scale budge. That's because everybody is different. Although some people like to distill weight loss down to calories in, calories out, the truth is that the human body, your body, is much more complicated than that. Each person has a different set of hormones, metabolism, lifestyle factors, and other potential underlying health issues that could all play a role in how much weight he or she loses. So seeing noticeable results could take time. So just be patient with yourself. It doesn't mean it won't ever happen. You just need to be consistent and patient while on your journey. And it is a journey of waiting for the skill to move. Don't expect to see immediate weight loss results the second you start eating healthy or one week into your diet. Myth number two, this is a popular one. Ditching carbs will help me to slim down fast. Ugh, this one. I think I need an entire episode dedicated to this. Another fad diet people turn to when they're looking to lose weight 
fast is ditching carbs altogether. Carbs have been deemed the diet devil, and people wrongfully assume that they lead to weight gain. This is nutritionally false, and cutting out carbs altogether can actually make you gain weight because you're missing out on filling fiber, which has been proven to help you to slim down. We talked about the importance of fiber in several different episodes, and most people are already deficient in fiber. And then you throw low-carb diets into the mix? It's a recipe for disaster. So let's dig into carbs for a sec. Carbohydrates are made up of carbon, hydrogen, and oxygen. Carbs are actually essential as they're our main source of energy. The low-carb phenomenon has been taking over for years now, and it has made people afraid to eat things like fresh fruit, certain vegetables, and whole grains. The other thing about low carbs is that this compels you to buy foods that have low carb on the label. These foods that claim to be low carb, but are still high in fat and other damaging stuff that wrecks your health. Complex carbs like fresh fruit, sweet potatoes, one of my faves, quinoa, brown rice, beans and lentils, my other faves, are what our body naturally craves because it's what our brain uses to function properly. Without them, you'll be drowsy and devoid of energy. Just avoid simple carbs and anything that's white. So we're talking about all of the processed foods. So all of those baked goods you're buying from your grocery store, the baked muffins, the, the cookies, donuts, all those sort of foods, you know, your white flour, your pasta, those are the foods that we really want to eliminate or severely reduce in our diet because, again, they contain zero nutritional value. Also, cutting out entire food groups also creates an unhealthy relationship with food. In my upcoming Shed and Shred Bootcamp, I teach a concept with my students called can't, shouldn't, mustn't thinking. I can't eat this. I shouldn't eat that. These are all negatively charged words that bring on guilt and snuff out your motivation. Just think about it. If you've ever said those words to yourself when it comes to food or even to carbs specifically, how did saying those words make you feel? Probably powerless, maybe even stuck. I've said this before, but your thoughts lead to your feelings, which lead to your actions. When you think in absolutes, I can't ever have carbs again, you're setting yourself up to fail. You're living in a sea of extremes and absolutes, a powerful mindset that self-imposes limits and rules on yourself, which can take on a mind of their own. Also, by telling yourself that you can't or that you shouldn't eat a particular item, you can fall into a deprivation, craving, binging cycle, followed by guilt, a never-ending cycle that prevents you from losing weight. In my upcoming Shed and Shred Bootcamp, you'll learn how to shed your old beliefs so that you can shed the pounds. You'll learn new ways of thinking. That's a much more empowering place to start from to build your weight loss plan. The enrollment will be opening soon, but if you want to save your spot, I'll drop a link in the show notes so that you can join. Myth number three, that you must stay away from healthy fats. People fear that eating fat will make them fat, and it's time to put that myth to rest. And I get it. I've been there. I was there myself when I was trying to lose weight years ago, eating all of these low-fat foods, thinking that these foods were actually helping me when I later found out that these foods were harming me. We have been conditioned too long to fear fat. Fats are very misunderstood, and you should fear eliminating fat from your diet more than you should fear eating it. Look, with that said, all fats are not created equal. While you should definitely skip fast food and greasy foods that include lots of saturated fats and of definitely trans fats, 
you'll want to make sure to add in healthy fats like MUFAs and PUFAs, okay? <laughs> so those are monounsaturated fats and polyunsaturated fats. But I really just love saying MUFAs and PUFAs. I don't know, it just kind of rolls off the tongue and it's fun to say. I digress. <laughs> Diets high in MUFAs, so monounsaturated fats, can help with weight loss and may reduce risk factors for heart disease. So monounsaturated fat sources include olive oil, nuts, seeds, and avocado. Studies have found that higher amounts of these fats are associated with better cognitive function and also a lower risk of dementia. And in one study, researchers compared a diet high in monounsaturated fat to a diet high in saturated fat and found that the monounsaturated fat-rich diet yielded a greater increase, up to about 4.3%, um, in study participants' resting energy expenditure. And that's just basically science for, you know, the base number of calories you burn each day, independent of your activity level, right? So even just at rest. So the authors of the study think that the fats make our mitochondria, the calorie-burning engines of our cells, burn off more energy as heat. Polyunsaturated fat sources, so these are our PUFAs, include cold water fatty fish, such as salmon, tuna, sardines, seeds, so things like flaxseed, pumpkin seeds, chia seeds, walnuts, um, and plant oils. So you also want to get some good sources of omega-3 fatty acids. Salmon is one of the best foods for your brain and your waistline. It's a great source of protein and is also a really rich source of omega-3 fats, which some studies show may boost your metabolism, reduce inflammation, and help you to burn fat. So salmon is a great source of protein and also rich in these omega-3 fats that also help to dial down the pro-inflammatory response from processed foods in the Western diet that may be causing you to over, be overweight. Um, these are a lot of the foods or the diet that a lot of us are following these days that I mentioned earlier which is filled with a lot of highly processed foods. The evidence in supporting of eating fats is overwhelming. The largest randomized controlled study comparing a high-fat diet to a low-fat diet, called the Predimed study, showed that a higher-fat diet reduces heart disease, diabetes, and obesity. We need fats for healthy cell membranes, to make hormones, to regulate inflammation, and metabolism. I also credit healthy fats like nuts, seeds, and coconut oil for helping me with my sugar cravings. So things like um, nut butter, seeds, avocado, uh, healthy oils, and fatty fish are really satisfying. So you'll feel less hungry and take in fewer calories after you eat them. So enjoy your avatoast guilt-free, okay? Myth number four is that diet pills or surgery are your only options. Now, this can be a bit of a touchy subject. But I want to talk about it because a lot of people believe that this is their only option, especially if you're trying to lose a significant amount of weight. Some people turn to dangerous diet pills or invasive surgery in an attempt for a quick fix. And the truth is these methods can be risky and don't always translate into results. Diet pills are at best ineffective and at worst harmful for your health. Some weight loss pills can be stimulants and are associated with such risk as disrupting, disrupting your heart rhythm, uh, raising your blood pressure, and even seizures. Weight loss surgery, including gastric bypass or gastric sleeve, can be incredibly successful, but not everybody is a good candidate. And since there's still surgery, these procedures come with serious health risks like infection, blood clots, and lung or breathing problems. Plus, most candidates who get these types of surgeries usually regain the weight. Bottom line, 
Unless prescribed or recommended by your doctor, don't rely on diet pills or weight loss surgery to lose weight quickly. You can find similar results with lifestyle modifications, such as eating the right foods, drinking plenty of water, getting some exercise, and training your brain to lose weight. Changing your thoughts can actually change how your brain communicates with the rest of your body. This is something that I'll be teaching in my upcoming Shed and Shred Bootcamp, where you'll learn how to shed the old beliefs that are preventing you from losing weight so that you can shed the pounds. Your body hears everything your mind thinks, and it reacts accordingly. And if your mind is full of lots of stressful and negative thoughts and beliefs and ideas, it's going to be even harder for you to lose weight. The enrollment will be opening soon, but if you want to save your spot, I'll drop a link in the show notes so that you can join. Myth number five is that diet sodas are better than regular sodas for slimming down. The obesity research community is becoming increasingly aware that the artificial sweeteners used in diet soda, aspartame, and sucralose, for instance, lead to hard-to-control food urges later in the day. One Purdue study discovered that rats took in more calories if they'd been fed artificial sweeteners before mealtime. And a University of Texas study found that people who consumed just three diet sodas per week were more than 40% more likely to be obese. So try weaning yourself off by switching to sparkling water um, and flavoring with lemon, cucumber, and fresh herbs. You could even drink chilled green tea, which is an effective fat burner with some grapefruit and lemon. A study in the American Journal of Public Health found that more obese adults drink diet soda than healthy weight adults, and that among the overweight and obese adults studied, those who drank diet soda ate more calories than those who consumed sweetened or regular soda. Researchers have also linked regular diet soda consumption with decreased response to artificial sweeteners and a decreased link between sweet taste and energy value, meaning that their bodies may grow to dissociate sweetness with satiety cues, making it easier to overeat and therefore gain weight. Another 14-year study of over 66,000 women published in the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition discovered some frightening facts that should make us all swear off of diet drinks and products. Diet sodas raise the risk of diabetes more than sugar-sweetened sodas. I'm going to say that again. Diet sodas raise the risk of diabetes more than sugar-sweetened sodas. Women who drank one 12-ounce diet soda had a 33% increased risk of type 2 diabetes, and women who drank one 20-ounce soda had a 66% increased risk. Women who drank diet sodas drank twice as much as those who drank sugar-sweetened sodas because artificial sweeteners are more addictive and are hundreds to thousands of times more sweeter than regular sugar. Other studies show artificial sweeteners found uh, in diet sodas trick your metabolism into thinking sugar is on its way. This causes your body to pump out insulin, the fat storage hormone, which lays down more belly fat. Artificial sweeteners in diet soda also confuses and slows down your metabolism, so you burn less calories every day. It makes you hungrier, makes you crave even more sugar and starchy carbs like bread and pasta. Considering that the average diet soda drinker consumes three diet drinks a day, this is pretty alarming stuff. So I hope I've convinced you to lay off the diet soda. Myth number six is that all calories are created equal. Look, I see this all the time with people studying nutritional facts labels and calculating the amount of calories in their food. But here's the thing. 
eating 300 calories of, let's say, chicken is not the same as eating 300 calories of cake. The body uses and stores calories differently depending on the nutrients each food is comprised of. Beans, for example, contain something called resistant starch, a type of carb that is really hard to digest. In turn, the body isn't able to absorb as many of the calories or as much of the glucose, a nutrient that's stored as fat, if it's not burned off. It's a similar story with lean protein sources like turkey, chicken, and fish. In addition to boosting satiety, protein also has a high thermogenic effect compared to fats and carbs. In turn, your body burns off a fair percentage of the meat's calories during the digesting process and post-meal calorie burn spikes by as much as 35%. Your favorite cookies can't make that same claim. In fact, since the majority of sweet treats' calories come from sugar, getting too many of your calories from desserts can leave you hungry, fat, frustrated, and overweight. That all calories are the same are one of the biggest weight loss myths or lies that we've been told. It's a myth that I used to believe years ago when I struggled with my weight. I used to think that the 100 calories snack pack of Oreos, you know the ones, were the same as 100 calories of blueberries or nuts. Um, not. Of course, later I found out about the dangers of the low-fat diet industry, and this is actually what sparked my interest in nutrition and helping others. I didn't want people to continue to believe the lies that were keeping them overweight while fattening the pockets of these companies that had other agendas. Bottom line, the quality of your food matters more than quantity. That food is not just energy, but information or instructions that literally controls almost every function of your body, including your hormones, appetite, brain chemistry, immune system, gene expression, and even your microbiome, so that's your gut, with every single bite. And that the quality of the information matters more than the quantity. The composition of the food you eat is what matters. Myth number seven, you can't get in shape without motivation. If only I could just get motivated. Everyone is waiting to get hit by that lightning bolt of motivation. And I'm sorry to tell you this, but it ain't gonna happen. When it comes to health and fitness, motivation is nothing more than a word. And it's used both as an upper as well as a downer. For example, when someone makes a New Year's resolution or decides that they're gonna get fit on Monday, they think that they're feeling really motivated. Or when someone gets bored with working out or sick of it, the excuse is, I lost my motivation. You probably said that to yourself before, right? Or I just need to get motivated again. Or worse, I wish I had your motivation or I wish I had more motivation, right? I believe motivation is nothing more than a word, okay? What it really boils down to is making a choice every single day. Your health and wellness is either a priority and something you choose to do, or it's not. End of story. Now, if you wanted to get good at something or at least be consistent with it, like eating healthier, why would you rely on motivation? Let me tell you something. After losing 30 pounds, I learned two things. I had to have a clear and strong why to keep me on track and motivated. I had to uncover the cognitive distortions or negative thoughts that were preventing me from losing weight by challenging my false assumptions and reframing my thoughts. This is exactly what I'll teach you how to do in my upcoming Shed and Shred Bootcamp. In this five-day bootcamp, not only will you learn how to become more aware of your cognitive distortions or those negative thoughts, you'll also learn how to change your relationship to those negative thoughts. Because here's the thing, those thoughts are always going to be there. 
It just comes down to how you manage them so that they don't have power over you and wreck your weight loss goals. You'll also discover that your thoughts have been the problem, not you. The enrollment will be opening soon, but if you want to save your spot, I'll drop a link in the show notes so that you can join. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Mind Your Body Show. I hope that you learned something new to help you transform your life and your body. For more after the show, make sure to head over to TrudyEstone.com. That's where you'll find all of the show notes. Also make sure to head over to iTunes to subscribe and leave us a rating to let us know what you thought about the episode. And remember, get your mind right and your body will follow. Thanks for tuning in.